and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita, and today is Friday, May the 21st, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things. Our God, the Father, who is sovereign. Our God, the Father, who is righteous. Our God, the Father, who is a healer and a deliverer. Our God, the Father, who is mindful of you, has intentionally and directly connected you with. For you to pray for, intercede on behalf of, be a blessing to, encourage, uplift, and show someone the kingdom of God that lives, that lives inside of you. I am so thankful for another day. I am so thankful for the sun, the the S-O-N and the S-U-N. For those of you who are uh, listeners and you stay in beautiful places, I know that we have people listening from California and from Florida and um, just, oh, it's such a blessing in Arizona to wake up and the sun, um, the S-U-N is present. But even if the S-U-N is not always present, like it isn't always present in Indianapolis, know that the S-O-N is. The Son of God is always present, and he is always a present help in the time of trouble. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful that I have a comforter. I'm thankful that I have someone in my life that knows what I need before I even ask. I am so thankful that I have someone in my life that looks beyond my faults and sees my needs. I'm so thankful that I have someone in my life that truly when I'm say I when I say I'm sorry, forgive me. He doesn't hold it against me. He doesn't bring it up later. I'm so thankful that I serve the one and only true and living wise God. Can we just give God just a thank you on this morning? I know we can get busy with the hustle and bustle of life. I know that there are things that come in our life to distract us. I know that things come in our life to test us, to see where we are. I know that All of those things happen, but at the end of the day, I am thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful. And I am thankful for you. I am thankful for you. And I'm thankful because I know that God is doing something in your life. I pray that every time you listen or whenever you find the time to listen, that you receive a word of encouragement. It's not a word of encouragement that it confirms something that maybe the Lord has already put down in your spirit. If it doesn't do that, then I hope that you take hold of it for somebody else in your life. You know, and if it doesn't happen, then I pray that it happens the next day or the next day. But there's an opportunity for you to say, oh, I remember that on prayers for your day. Or, oh, we talked about that or we prayed about that on prayers for your day. That's what this is. that's what this time is all about. It's not about this being your only devotional time or my only devotional time, but it's about us coming together as believers on one accord 
him and praising him. Why? Because in unity, the Bible says God commands the blessing. So sometimes find someone that will come in agreement with you about whatever it is you're believing God for. Why? Because the Bible says one can chase a thousand to flight to ten thousand. So when we're listening, we're two. When we all come in agreement with this word, we're more than two. How much more? How much more? How much more? So find some people that will come in agreement with you. Sometimes you might just need to say, hey, this is what I'm believing God for. I'm believing God for, you know, my finances. I'm believing God for my health. I'm believing God for a new promotion. And you just send that out, and then you send the scripture that you're standing on. Yes, make the affirmation, but according to what? According to the word of God. Why? Because the Bible says, the, the Lord's Prayer says, let it be in the earth as it is in heaven. So come in agreement with the word of God. And guess what? God says he watches over his word to perform it. And then have the faith that God is going to do it. Why? Because faith without works is dead. And the Bible says it is impossible to please God without it. It is impossible to please God without faith. So you got to have the faith. And then you got to walk it out. That's the hardest part to do. That is the hardest part to do. Why? Because we all know we're used to getting things right now. You don't know something? Google it. You'll get the answer in a few minutes. Now, if you Google it correctly and check your resources, here's the teacher of me coming out, making sure that it is a valid website, right, that it is a website that is not biased, that it is a website that, you know, is giving you the right information, right? We can't always just go with the first thing we read on the Internet. But check out the resource, right? You can have the answer very quickly, faster than we've ever been able to get answers before. It used to be, I remember years ago, traveling with my family, and uh, we talked about this uh, a while back, but when we would go places, like, we would actually have to get on MapQuest, just before they had, like, GPS and stuff on phones, we would get on MapQuest, get the address, print it out, and literally it was by the printed copy of MapQuest that uh, we would find out where we were going. I was on the passenger seat, and I'd be reading, okay, you know, turn left, you know, go here, you know, make a right here. And when I think back to, to that, um, you know, there is something about um, there is something about those moments where we had to wait as opposed to now how we feel when we don't have to wait. I mean, we can get our food instantly, right? Go through the drive-thru. Sometimes it's not as fast as we would like it to be, right? But even in that, when it's not fast, what happens usually? Um, sometimes we get upset because sometimes we're not always the most patient people. And I'm not going to say we. I'm going to say me, Right? But there is something about waiting on God. Yesterday, I did actually get on. I did actually pray, and I got a phone call. And I 
I'm trying to figure out how I can stop my calls from 7 a.m. and to 8 a.m. Um, usually, most people who are who know me and know me well and and know that this is when I'm doing prayers, but I think sometimes people just forget and they call and then it erases everything, literally, literally. Or if it doesn't relate, if it doesn't erase everything. Then I'm I'm trying to do a part one and part two, but yesterday it literally erased everything. So sometimes when that happens to me, I feel like well maybe that was my prayer for me, uh, and I needed to talk that through and meditate on that and say that aloud to get it in the atmosphere. But this was the word that God gave me on yesterday, and one of the things that I love about God is when you know that you know that you know it's a God word. He sends someone to confirm it. So as I prayed this yesterday, gave the scripture yesterday, then a, my friend sends out a text on a group text with several of us with the same scripture. And I just said, wow, God, I thank you. You know, if you hear God and you know that you hear God, please don't take that lightly. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God that you hear him and that you are obedient to his word, and then ask God to keep you obedient. Ask God to keep you obedient. If you say, God, speak to me, God will speak to you. It is in the prompting of the Holy Spirit to go here. It is the prompting of the Holy Spirit to read this or will send you somewhere that you're not supposed to be so that he can show you something. It is the prompting of the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit prompts you, Thank God for it. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Everybody is not prompted and everybody is not obedient. I know that we know this to be true because I know that some of us may find ourselves there at times or may have been there consistently. Nonetheless, thank God for the prompting of the Holy Spirit. The prompting of the Holy Spirit is what saves lives. The prompting of the Holy Spirit can often determine what happens next through your obedience. I often wonder sometimes if people would have followed through with the prompting of the Holy Spirit would years not have been wasted. And not wasted on God's part, but wasted on our part, because God doesn't waste anything. There's nothing that you have gone through in your life that God is going to waste or that God has wasted. He will use that very thing that you went through to make you stronger. He will use that very thing that you went through to draw you closer to him. He will use that very thing that you went through to be a testimony and to pour into somebody else's life, to strengthen them and to encourage them to know that what they're feeling right now is not going to be like that always. God wastes nothing, and somebody needs to hear that on this morning. And as you meditate on this word over the weekend, God doesn't waste anything. It may feel like it. I know, God, I know. God knows, I know. It may feel like it. It may feel like you wasted time. 
it may feel like that the the happiness or the joy that you once had, you don't know if you will ever feel that or have that again at the level that you felt it or had it. And it may take years to come out of it. I'm a witness. And I'm also a witness to what the other side looks like. I'm also a witness to what it means to to just keep doing it when you don't feel like doing it. To keep praising him even when you don't feel like praising him. I don't know if if you've ever been there, but I've been there. To read your word, to listen to your word, to have it plain, even if you can't even really digest what it's saying or ingest, so to speak, and digest what it's saying or understand it all, but to keep doing it anyway because by faith, See, every time you do something like that, when you listen to the word anyway, when you read the word anyway, even if you don't understand it, even when you don't feel like it, even when you press your way in prayer because you recognize, oh, God, I'm, 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 I, haven't, I really haven't spent any time with you. And when you don't feel like spending time with me, right? Because one thing the flesh does not want to do is the flesh does not want to steal away with Jesus. The spirit man does, but the flesh can think of a thousand things to do. The flesh can think of a thousand things to do. Like, really, you want to go pray and you got to clean up your house, you got to go see about this, you need to be doing this. I mean, the flesh gives you a whole laundry list of things you need to be doing besides praying. You got too much to do to be praying, right? But the spirit man says, uh-uh, I've got to find the time. Some people, you know, pray and um, read the Bible in their car. My schedule has changed drastically, and with that being said, I am committed to prayers for your day. And if I don't get it in, I feel a certain type of way. Monday through Friday, if I miss a day, I feel a certain type of way. And I'm like, okay, Denise, you got to strategize. But here is the word that I want to give you on today and on this weekend to meditate on. It's from Psalm 27, verses 13 through 14. This is a psalm of David. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait. I say on the Lord. This is what the Lord gave me on yesterday. Now, he gave me 14, not 13, but he gave me 14. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. But I go back to 13 because he said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This world can be cruel. Hmm. This world can be harsh because we live in a sin, um, a sin-filled world. In fact, the Bible says that we, yes, you and I, were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. 
sin was here before we even got here, right? It started long ago, you know, with Adam and Eve in the garden. And so things are going to happen in our life that we can't understand, we can't comprehend, that mess with our mental, right, and mess with our physical because stress, bitterness, anger, all of those things have the uh, unforgiveness, have the ability to impact the physical, all of that. And what I know is that when we pray to God, there are some things that God will do instantly for us. You know, he will do it instantly for us. And then there are other things where we have to wait on the Lord. Sometimes, and I'm being transparent this morning, I don't like to wait. I don't like to wait. You know, I, I want to get things done, and I want to get them done now. <laughs> you know, um, and that's not uncommon because of the world that we live in. And being, a, being the youngest child, the baby in my family, sisters 10 and 9 years older than me, I was catered to. Both of my parents catered to me. Um, pretty much the things that I wanted, I was able to get. And when I didn't get them, you know, typical baby of the family, you know, wine, pout, you know, all of those things until they, met, you know, they would just make it happen. Um, and my youngest daughter has picked up in some of those ways. And I will tell you that there is a blessing in the waiting, but there's a precursor to the waiting. You have to believe that whatever it is that you've asked God for, that you're going to see it while you're still here in the earth. I know some people say, you know, I'm going to get my breakthrough, I'm going to get my blessing. If I don't get it here, I'll get it on the other side. And that may be true. God may decide to do it that way. It's really God's choice and not ours. But it doesn't stop us from believing that the sovereign God can do it now and can do it now while we're alive and able to re to enjoy it. So David said, I had fainted, meaning I, I would have given up. I, I would have died. I would have died had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord here while I'm still in the earth. I would have literally died. And I can say that personally. Had I not. And had the Holy Spirit, I'm not even going to say I, had not the Holy Spirit said to me that you can see, you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And, and you're like, how can you say that? Because I read his word, because I trust his word, because I'm standing on his word. Y'all, at the end of the day, that's all we, all we have is the word of God. That's all we have. That's it. Friends and family members will leave us. Some may leave on their own. Some will leave because we all have to, like, physically leave this earth one day. 
But we have to believe that because of the goodness of God, we will still see his blessings in the land of the living. But in that process, we have to wait. We have to wait. And when we wait, we are to be of good courage. Because every time you um, quote a scripture that affirms what it is that you're waiting for or believing God for, standing on God's word for, you find strength in the Lord to go another day. You find strength in the Lord that even though today may not be a good day for, you know, you or whatever, for whatever reason, the next day is going to be better. So we wait on God. Why? Because he's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of the man that he should repent. If he said it, it is going to pass. It's going to come to pass. Why do we wait on the Lord? We wait on the Lord because we know that he has good plans for us, not to harm us, plans to give us a hope and a future. Why do we wait on the Lord? Because he is the lover of our soul. He is our creator and our maker. And we don't serve an evil God. We don't serve a God who hates us. We serve a God who loves us. God wants to see us win in every area of our lives. He wants to see us win. Why do we wait on the Lord? Because he so loved us. He so loved us that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I love you all. Go back and read all of Psalm 27. Be blessed. Have an awesome weekend. Know that God loves you so much, and so do I. Bye-bye.